Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lori and Julia show for you Monday here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. A lot more ground to cover, so uh, without uh, any further ado, let's, <laughs> I'll let yes. you listen to these two. Yeah, I right. I searching I just for make a, a rhyme. Thank I, you, Julia. You're welcome, sweetie. I'm oh, here to please. I'm yes, here. We're a team. Thanks for rescuing me. We're a team. Okay. All right. right. So Tiffany Haddish is the only reason that I DVR'd (laughs) MTV tonight. It's the VMAs. They pre-taped it this weekend on Saturday night. And um, Donnie posted the red carpet. And you know that not a lot is happening when your two big gets are Kris Jenner and uh, Kim Kardashian. On the like red there's carpet. zero yeah. happening. But Chris Pratt was there. So, you know, there were a few people there. I love Zendaya's dress. We posted everything. But I'm here for Tiffany. Yeah. To watch that. Just the, the opening. Yeah, I'll watch the opening. That's it. I don't care. Well, I will watch all of it to fast forward because the host will host in between. There will be jokes in between. You're going to really? Oh, gosh. You're Julia, good. that's you're why giver. we have DVR. So you can fast forward. I've got the Bachelorette and the proposal Yeah, there, there's a lot to go on. But um, I this guess This is she, normally live, right? Yes. This tells you how much this stinks. Because I remember Mm -hmm. last year after it, no one goes, no one cares. MTV, it's a movie. It's movies and... um, And TV. And TV. It's not even videos, Lori. It's movies and TV, MTV. And that it was live on Saturday night and they didn't even play it on their own damn network live. Well, yeah, they didn't. So Uh, these are all signs. Yeah, well... I don't know that it was ever on live before. It used to be like on Sunday night. Yeah. But maybe. But anyway, I guess Tiffany has a great Kardashian joke at the beginning of the show. She told Page Sex something like they're basically a Star Wars franchise. They make a ton of money. New ones always popping up. They're ruled by a bossy overlord who sleeps in a mask and she loves black men. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I think it's very So fun. I'm excited to see her. her. Yeah. yeah. And then I will just fast forward to like Best Kiss or any time that she's out on stage sure. uh, talking. So, but take a look at the red carpet. The red carpet, and it was blah. like, blah. blah. And the worst. Of black. And the worst is that, oh, it's just so blah, is that um, the the trend that needs to go away is the granny panties. Under the sheer tool over, skirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not. Make it stop. Please yeah. take it away. Take it away. <laughs> take not, it away. We don't want to see you in your bathing suit. It's not classy, pretty, nothing. anything. There's it's nothing about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Take that one away. I saw a real interesting band on Friday night. The lead singer, I wish I could remember the name. They were like in the Amazing Grace tent, not the big grandma's tent. It was like midnight and they Up were kind of punky, but the the lead singer was wearing a white tulle skirt with granny panties underneath and then a white mesh top with no bra and kind of uh, flat chested and it looked... Well, that's kind of cool looking. It looked looking. great, you know, but mm-hmm. I thought, God, are people just going to be walking around with their nipples out? 
Why not? Yeah, we're I all don't... for the nipple, Lori. Well, I know, but I mean, bare through the shirt. Sure, bare. But she was on stage, and she kind of had some flowery. Well, let me ask you this: Did you see anyone else out in the audience that was walking around like that? No. Okay, yeah. so it was her stage. It was her stage. Her stage love. But they were a good. They were a good band. I was, yeah. I, I was. You just can't remember the name. I don't know what uh, the hell the name was. Okay, I mean, they it didn't was, even charge us cover anymore. That's how late it was. It was like after midnight. <laughs> we timed that one just right. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Laura, you sound like such a tight one. You're as cheap as your dad. No, I wasn't. I was sneaking under tens to get in. But I don't want to like... pay ten dollars to go in and see a band. That's really going to play for another half hour, and there aren't oh, even that okay. many people in it. You know, oh. I can just stand outside of the fence. They might oh, as well let us so go funny. in, and stand like, of the yeah, fence. and so we can dance. In the pouring rain in the cold. <laughs> no, there was no pouring rain on Friday. It oh never rained till Sunday. Anyway, <laughs> we were saving our money for other things. Beer. Like, Bud Light. Bud Light Lime. Okay, let's get let's hear about this Jay-Z and this Beyonce album because the most surprising okay. thing to me about this, the most surprising thing is the fact that they shot it in the Louvre. One of the videos. And for the one song, song is called Ape Bleep, which yep. is, a, 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 you know, that's the name. But no one gets to shoot anything mm-hmm. in the Louvre. Because it's one of the biggest tourist attractions, if not the biggest, in Paris. And there's no way the museum would shut down to have video exactly. or movie production. So they made an exception for Beyonce. So maybe the Illuminati is real. Are we ready? Yeah, we're okay. ready. Behold the Carters, popular culture's most iconic creative couple. At play within one of the world's greatest museums, the Louvre in Paris. We live in lavish, lavish. Beyonce and Jay-Z and dancers singing, rapping, and performing before Winged Victory, the Mona Lisa, and other priceless works of Western art. Queen Bee lyrically triumphant, Jehovah referencing stadiums and the NFL, shots of wheeling men that recall last season's protests. This song, with a title we'd love to say but cannot, one of nine tracks on Everything Is Love, their first joint album, released on Saturday and first announced at a London gig on their On The Run 2 tour. Personally revealing, Everything is Love seems rich with detail about their hearts and histories that will keep millions of fans enthralled. Mixing bold declarations and a diss of this year's Grammys with what sounds like straight from the soul gratitude for being able to overcome their relationship's challenges and sustaining their ever-in-the-spotlight marriage. From B's Lemonade to Jay's 444, each head offered chronicles of the rockier moments of their relationship sharing with david letterman divorce rate is 50 percent. we never see people like okay let's work through this i love you i love my family let's work through this and telling new york times executive editor dean bequet that their creativity was itself a way to confront and resolve their issues we were using our art almost like a therapy session and we started making music together all of it a cause for rejoicing for listeners who crave more from this power couple and from daughter Blue Ivy, who turns up on the song Boss, the now six-year-old showing love to her one-year-old twin siblings. Shout out to Ruby and Sir Love Blue. That, that video, yet another testament to the scope of the Carter's artistic reach and ambition and to our ongoing fascination with them and their work. It's kind of the final piece of a trilogy. This is the, we've been through hell and back, but you know, we're still together and strong and happy in love. 
You know, art doesn't have to be autobiography, but there's no denying these two cultural forces have a story they want to share with us about their own lives, one in which they've triumphed over adversity and are savoring that sweet togetherness. That is so brilliant to drop that album yep. before they hit to, hit the U.S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine the coordination to film that at the no. Louvre? They probably did over one or two nights to get the dancers, the pose, get the art shot. I mean... Get everyone in and makeup and ready kept, to go. That it was all kept secret. Right. They're you kind know? of amazing. They are. I, mean, I wish that I was video going to this cool. concert so bad. It's on the same night as our cat video festival, the On the Run. Um, oh, boy, this is just going to send Kanye through the... He's going to just go... He's not going to be able to handle it. Because they they get so much publicity for he, what he, they no, do. He, I just feel like Kanye isn't in a place where he can appreciate... Uh, Anybody Jay-Z, else? Yeah, he's, he's, very, he's very self-centered while he's trying to tell everybody he's not self-centered. Yet he's I the biggest he narcissist we know. Yeah, he's such a baby. Well, we yeah. know another one who's right. bigger, but other than that. <laughs> but um, anyway, I guess Jay Z and one of the songs that's on this um, "Everything Is Love" and it's under the Carters. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I get he references when Kylie and Kendall uh, put their faces on Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. Yep. He raps about them and. I mean, I just, I don't know. Well, he I, took a shot at him for doing no, that. No, he took yeah. a big shot yeah. at him. You all put bleeps on your t-shirt. It hurts you. You ain't never meet him. Yeah. Well, remember, Biggie's mom was like so upset. She's not sure who Kylie and Kendall are, right. but the fact that they did that. and I don't know. I, I'm anxious to to uh, hear, the, hear the music. We watched a little bit from, were they in... Uh, where were they when we were watching the video? They were in the the London, London or something. Stadium. And Beyonce starts singing. Oh, mm. she has an amazing voice. She and really does. I love Jay Z's whole seventies look. He's he working so with his hair he looks and everything. So good. The, yeah. the suits yep. and yeah, I love it that those two got that got, they worked they it worked out. Worked it out. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia Ariana Grande has moved in completely with Pete Davidson. Why so not? First the ring and now the digs. Listen, they're young. They're in love. Who cares? Mm-hmm. A lot of people move in right away. I'm just, mm-hmm. what, whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, think of when you met Here's, someone in your 20s. Yeah, I know, I know. But here she joked. She shared a photo of a SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon. Us in our no apartment with no furniture, one speaker, and red vines. It just kind of says it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. This is only going to end in disaster. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, Sarah Blakely, you know who that is? Yes, the gal who invented Spanx. That's right. The really good idea she, out of nylons. Yeah, guess uh-huh. how much she's worth? One point one billion. Yep, she's a wow. rich woman. She's really she's she made it. She's smart. Her company began in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And she sold uh, her product herself at Neiman Marcus, yep. just like us with our product at Nordstrom. Not as many people needed then, perky nipples as they did flat spotty, stomachs. Spotty <laughs> Priorities. She said, uh, <laughs> she gave an interview um, um, to LAX magazine, so, you know, whatever. But she said uh, she thanks the Kardashians for boobs 
boosting her brand and helping her uh, turn the word of mouth label into a celebrity essential just by wearing it because they've always been so out loud on their show about wearing Spanx. About wearing Spanx. That's great. I'm like, that's cool. So have we, Sarah Blakely. We have been extolling We even the interviewed virtues. her. I swear we interviewed her once. Yeah, we did. We yep. did. We sure yep, did. we did. The first year, because remember, didn't she tell you something about the K, the Spanx? The, 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 X. the X. The reason that she used X instead of a K or something, there was X sounded better. There, it it Coke, was that. Spanx, or there's yep. something about that hard sound yeah. she told us. Anyway, so, yeah, can you believe that? She said, uh, she doesn't know how much they help, but she said they always were always talking about That's pretty about cool. It. They gave so many shout-outs that would just be right. on their shows. Right. I got and my everyone, on. I mean, and you watched that show. I mean... Tons of people watch it. And you call other things that are like that, that are by somebody else. You call them Spanx. It's like Xerox. And Kleenex. Yes. Mm -hmm. The name is generic. All right. There you go. There you go. The Kardashians are damn influential. We know know they are. All right. Listen, we come back. uh, We are going to have the Dirt Alert and hopefully we're going to see Elizabeth. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly Hollywood, you've been here all damn day. That's a true story. That is a true story. That is Where not is fake. Every, did a lot of people take vacation today? Wait, where is everybody? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. It is late June. Yeah, yeah. I know. Everyone's it's... taking summer vacation, but that's okay. We've got a hot new celebrity couple to tell you about this afternoon: Ooh. Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's who that was. Yes. Catherine Arnold Schwarzenegger, Maria Shriver's daughter. What is age here? I'd like to know. (laughs) Well, she is uh, 28 years old, and he is in his mid-30s. That's not bad. No, you're exactly right. That is not bad at all. But he's mid-30s with a kid. That is also I'm true. I'm just saying. Well, the photographs have the two of them having a little picnic on some Adirondack chairs uh, yesterday afternoon. So they were enjoying some sandwiches and some potato chips and some laughs. And looking a drunkity ex-wife. He's going to have to deal with a drunkity ex-wife. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's She true. is a drunkity yeah, ex-wife. Right. She was... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she. They're so glad to not be married to each other. She's a happy ex-wife. You're talking about Anna Faris, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, she allegedly has moved on with some guy, and they live in Venice Beach now. Yeah, she was, she was banging in- him on the movie Overboard. He was the lighting director, right? Mm-hmm. And they were just in Italy, and she was having like wine shots with her kid, taking him boating. Oh wow! Oh my god! All right, so well, Chris Pratt is 38 years old, and, and Catherine Schwarzenegger is 28. So oh. that's appropriate. I yeah. think he. I bet Maria doesn't like it. Oh, Lori. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think she wants her to slow things down. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want to not be dazzled. Although she wouldn't be dazzled by movie star because no, of her dad. No, she grew up with one. And no. Kennedy's, right? So she probably is more like a 38 years old. And I think she's keeping it slow considering they're just enjoying sandwiches out on a park bench. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Maria's got him. You're like, Maria Shriver would want him to well, slow down. This is her first day at a picnic. It's yeah. National Picnic Day But today. I forget being a Kennedy and then Schwarzenegger. She is a celebrity kid and That's a famous right. family. She's older than her earth years. Yeah, she's intelligent and sophisticated, and the two of them can go and share each other's fruit together, which may or may not be happening <laughs> okay. by the look of the picture with Catherine holding two apples, so that's happening. Uh, Lisa Marie uh, Presley in the news today. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley is claiming that her ex-money man- manager lost $100 million of her trust fund left to her by Elvis oh. with reckless and negligent investments while paying himself a salary of $700,000. So not only was he swindling her money, but he was on the take to an official salary from that. So we're Every learning, year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're and really, that. Priscilla built up that money because yep. Elvis had $5 million in the bank when he died. Mm-hmm. This is all from uh, Graceland and everything, right? It, yeah, exactly. It, it dwindled it into the ground to just $14,000. Yeah, and the reason we know this is new documents have been revealed from Los Angeles mm-hmm. County Superior Court. Court. Can you imagine that? Just $14,000 from $100 million. Uh, Which she, she should have never sold Grace her part in Graceland. Well, that was too little money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, doesn't she hindsight. make that claim? No, but I think she makes that claim. Yeah, well, what she's saying in some of these court documents is that instead of telling Lisa Marie the truth about the investments, he covered up the dire straits of her finances. And this is all according to those court documents, according to her attorneys. But wait, there's a turn. Is he a Scientologist? No. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. He could be. But just wait. Wait till you hear the next claim. Well, Siegel is countersuing, insisting that Lisa Marie Presley squandered away her fortune because of her uncontrollable spending habits. So that's what he's saying. A la Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Well, that's Mm -hmm. what they always say, the people who mismanage your money. Exactly. So this is getting really ugly. Oh, man. You know, it's always very tragic hearing these stories. Celebrities, even though they got a lot of money. Yeah. And look at how much she probably wasted and gave to science. Mm. Think about that. Her and Priscilla, both yes. of them. Oh, so much money. Oh, very. Tra- he, very he, his salary was seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, uh-huh. money or Hollywood one hundred and one. You always got to build your salary into the budget of whatever project you're making, mm-hmm. so that you always get paid. Yeah. It, it was 40 to 50% of Presley's post-tax annual budget that he paid himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's terrible. I bet right. you anything he was a Scientologist. Well, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we can further investigate that, but no, it's getting pretty ugly in court for Lisa Marie Presley. Moving on from that, uh, Thomas Markle back in the news again today. He gave an exclusive interview this morning to Good Morning Britain, and he was talking about all sorts of things. One of the things 
was that Meghan Markle has always been a princess in his eyes. Oh, gosh. Oh. A princess dressed as a china plate on Saturday. Oh, if you my. look at the post in Lori photo is her. having a moment with Meghan Markle's dress from over the weekend. Oh. <laughs> and I think it is posted on our website at mytalk1071.com. It, it is very Delft-esque, meaning yes. she looks like a Dutch plate mm-hmm. with uh, some toilet paper on the top of her head. It's I thought just she looked a pretty. Very, it's a three times too big Oscar de la Renta. At first, I thought she was pregnant. That You know how you want to wear a robe? like dress over the but top we of just it. saw her a week ago with the flattest stomach where her hip bones okay. were showing maybe she's got <laughs> lobster belly because she and harry were somewhere eating lobster and they were dripping in butter all over each other and eating lobster off each other i've never heard of lobster belly <laughs> i love where that story just oh went. my gosh and, and, you know judge for yourself and, because, ra- and rolled around in pots de cream and creme brulee and everything else is that a metaphor for something else yes <laughs> i take it no the dress is very divisive i i like the idea but the execution is a little off julia likes it Lori hates it it just so. needs to be fitted that's true. Mm-hmm. It's just a little. Can fitted. I just mm-hmm. digress for one quick second Please. here because I'm going crazy. I was going back and reading this Lisa Marie Presley yeah. article. They paid twenty five million dollars in stock in American Idol. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what. That's yep. right. It's a. So mm-hmm. she ultimately Siegel allowed Presley to spend thirty nine million of the forty million in liquid in the trust. And then over a span of four years. Even though the trust, she, he wasn't supposed to, but she spent $25 million in stock in American Idol. Idol. Yeah, so these bad investments, and allegedly he was covering them up and lying to her about it. Oh. And there went her fortune. She's going to win. Yes. She's going to win, but what is she going to win? But what is she going to win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just going to win the court case. She's and $16 then- million dollars in debt. 10 is back taxes. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear for Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Moving on to the world of movies. Now, I talked about this in one of the Dirt Alerts uh, earlier in the afternoon, but Dr. Dre is working on a movie about Marvin Gaye, and I feel like this project actually has some legs because he has the rights to Marvin Gaye's music and also has the authorization from Marvin Gaye's family. Now, Marvin Gaye had a very... uh, dramatic yes. relationship mm-hmm. with his family. Now, do we think that this is going to be actually a good movie? or is this, It could be. It, it could, could be, be an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. It really could because of the kind of singer that Marvin Gaye wanted to be. Right. You know, he was a Nat King Cole fan. He wanted to be a crooner. And mm-hmm. his career went in a whole different direction. And thank goodness. And mm-hmm. I don't know. He's got an amazing story, but you got to have his music. And I... Right. I, Listen, the this is, is the never, closest. Yeah, think the family of, has always said Nick's name Think everything. of the Janis Joplin... Yeah, that's never oh, that was supposed to start Renee Zellweger in pink and everybody yeah. else. And now and that Renee Zellweger is going to be Judy Garland. And I think she's going to be fantastic, even though Liza Minnelli doesn't want it to be made. Agreed. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Holly. Thank thanks so much. Uh, we got Kenny with the traffic. When we come back, oh, we're going to try and pull it together for Sex Monday, people. Let's talk about sex now. Let's do it. Well, I just feel like the news I have to tell you people today, you may or may not like it. Now, this. Well, all right. Well, the, let's uh, let's try something we want to hear. Okay, so um, you know, are people kind of excited about soccer? The soccer stadium oh. is going up oh. here. You guys were talking about the FIFA Cup or the FIFA. Listen, it's World massive. Cup. Mexico knocked out Germany. It was a huge damn huge deal show. this weekend. Okay, so how do you feel about a Mexican? lingerie company really they made a lot of people especially the female customers on social media 
um, the brand, it's called Vicky Form. They shared an ad during the soccer game, or uh, not during the, but they posted it on their Instagram, and it's for a pair of vibrating women's under underpants. Underwear. Are they soccer They're underpants? They're buzzing undies, and they've been made before. Yes, we've heard we've buzzing heard of undies. Them. We've tried them. They're typically sold by sex toy companies. Yes. Uh, these aren't hooked up to a remote control or app for regular bedroom play. Instead, they are programmed to vibrate whenever a goal well, is scored. scored. That's oh! absolutely hysterical. During the World Cup yeah, with the intent of encouraging more mm-hmm. women to be interested oh in the sport. Mm-hmm. So they're called Siento El Fuego, and the woman is very <laughs> uninterestedly watching the game with her boyfriend. And, and then he scores, and they're called uh, Siento El, Gu- El Fuego means feel the game. Okay, that's really funny. I love this. That's and fun. And the lace undies cost 48 bucks. That's a lot of money. They let you feel the passion of it, the game. But here's the deal. You know, scores in soccer are very low. One uh, yes, zero. A lot of one zeros. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of one zero. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, people were very mad at the sexist uh, flavor of the ad on Instagram. It did not go... It did not um, go over well. I don't know if we'll actually see production of these things. All right. All right. Well, thank you for telling us about something we're never going to see. Just, you know, letting you know that that was out there and uh, (laughs) being thought about. Okay. (laughs) So do you ever worry about the future and sex robots? You know, artificial intelligence. Okay, I do. And here's my thing is that, I feel like people are becoming so isolated with social media and stuff. They don't have to leave their home. They can game. They can talk to people on headsets anywhere else. They can watch that. They, why would anyone have to have, have to have a real relationship anymore? And they're making these blow up dolls that look like people. We've heard of the model, you know, the, the guy that makes real life people and then they take them out as their date. Crazy things are happening. Yeah. So yeah. I have thought about this. You have thought about it. Donnie. I have thought about I'm it. So, I'm watching the commercial for oh. this underwear. Oh my god, oh. Donnie! It's, it's like Westworld. They show the man uh, how they came up with the idea. Yeah, and then as he's getting closer and closer to actually scoring a goal, she's getting more and more excited. But then he misses the net, and she's yeah. like, "No, no, right? She doesn't get the love." I mean, it's completely. It's like oh, it looks god. like a telenovela ad. Oh, it's so funny. It is. <laughs> Anyway, this uh, Dr. Sergey Santos, the Spanish inventor of the sex bot Samantha, is claiming uh, that he is working on a version of his artificial artificial intelligence doll that um, they can turn down steamy encounters if they're not in the mood or being okay, treated so with disrespect. Okay, hysterical. Okay. So this this If fake, she's bored with the attentions oh of her potential, love her. She can say no to overly aggressive sexual partners. He presented this at Life a Science Center in, in England. Mm-hmm. And the robot is going to go into mass production It'll cost $4,700. They don't know when, but um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, I feel like, uh, is there going to be a campaign against sex robots? That just sounds so weird and creepy. I think of that one movie we saw. You didn't see it, Julia. Which one was that? It was with oh, um, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Oh, yes, oh. with Alicia Vikander. Yes. and was, whoa. <laughs> Anyway, he he said that his sex robots saved his marriage. Yeah. Good for him. Mm. Saved his marriage? Yeah. Does that make the wife? Because he has the doll. 
to have sex with if his wife isn't in the mood. <laughs> I'm so grossed out. What's I'm, wrong with just uh, using your hand? Thank you, Julia. <laughs> That's a lot cheaper. Yeah if, yeah, if your husband or wife comes home with a doll that they're just going to use when you're not into them, I would think you're, you've are you gone overboard now and we're done. No, he says that his robots, he's going to build a male sex robot. <laughs> and he says that... Um, uh, the artificial intelligent robot that he's doing for the sexual area will remember previous conversations and previous encounters. Why not just go oh. find a real person? Thank you. Because they can say no. Mm-hmm. And the robot doesn't. Well, no, he's no, saying he's, he's pre- having oh, the robot say, say no? this is what That's, the story yeah, is. You were watching the video. He is programming. <laughs> uh, he is programming his dolls, he says, to be able to say no if... Uh, they're treated with disrespect or they're not in the mood. But I don't know I think if that, I believe him that he's going to be able to do that just because it's a sex doll. We're very disturbed and we're sorry we brought you this story. Why would you ever buy a sex doll that says no? I mean, that just <laughs> right so there What's the point? doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh-huh. If you're going to get a sex doll, you want it to have sex with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Well, that's this is really exciting news. Well, I know. I just, I just wanted to well, let you know. Do you that, want me to tell because you? Because I knew that, like, we see this, and I kind of avoid these stories, and I think, oh my gosh, and then sometimes I avoid, you know, the effect that porn is having, um, you know, on younger people, right? Uh, because you know they they didn't go the dirty magazine route, like they're elders or people that are older than So they than didn't them. get to read the the fun little, um, see the fun cartoons and yeah, read the fun stories. Read the, and, read the dirty stories. It's just they getting just, to the home run right away. Yeah. There's no foreplay. Yeah. In, on, on a porn, on a porn site. There's yeah. no foreplay. It's no. just 100% home run. Yeah. And what is life without good foreplay? Yeah. Julia, amen. My There's right? a t-shirt right there. Huh? That's a t-shirt. What, what is, is life, life without, without good foreplay? I mean, seriously, <laughs> we used to have to use our imagination so much more. Right now, you just see it. There you go. Uh-huh, yeah. done. Yeah. I, you know, well, we people always like ca- build up. And we always caution, you know, young people who have only experienced with pornography that that is not real sex. Pornography, porno sex is not real sex. Are you sure? That's not how it's going no. down. Some of that stuff so might be happening, but yeah. The, Those are actors. The, the sound, they're, paid. they're actors, the sounds that are being made, and the always the emphasis is always, you know, the woman being more submissive unless you get into a good bondage lesbian site or something like that. Not that I would know. No, of course not. <laughs> all right, do you want to know the eight questions that sex therapists get asked the most? Yes. Can, all right, do you I know would, anyone who's ever gone or admitted? I don't no, know that people admit no, that they go we to see always, a sex therapist. Well, no, I'm thinking of sexual compulsiveness, you know, sex addiction. So I think one of the questions they would get asked is, can this be? But a lot of times sex therapists. All right, tell me. You think that, you, that you're, people often think that a sex therapist is only helping people that are kind of have compulsions or issues or something like that but actually what they do is just help more regular people and people just don't talk about it all right tell us so here's what they what are the eight questions these are the eight questions can uh, i ever fall in love with this person again no this is i have um, sex with my eyes closed and dream about brad pitt no is this an issue this is number eight this is uh by a lot of men because more than 18 million uh, men in the United States are affected by this. How can I regain control of my erection? 
Oh, well, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. What is the therapist's answer? Well, when the <laughs> what happens is that it's so upsetting. To a guy. To the guy. When it can down, put him into depression. A, a depression, depression of sure. uh, anxiety and shame, which then makes uh, the erection harder to control. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, the first thing, you know, I'm not going to give you the answers, but they always look for a physical reason. But that's, you know, I love that. How can I regain control? They don't know when it's going to work or not. So that's one. That would be stressful. Uh, how do we keep our sex life alive is the other question. Number seven. Uh, because a good, healthy sex life requires work. And many long-term couples struggle with keeping the sexual spark alive because they think it's supposed to happen naturally. Right. So Plan it. And yes, this. you can do something about it. Okay, good. Great and- sex can be reestablished. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we really recover after infidelity? That is a question that's... Uh, uh, asked of sex therapists, it's not easy and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. people really want to know: Can we get past this? And the answer is yes. Okay, that's okay. good. Okay. okay, with a lot of work. My spouse never wants to have sex anymore. What's wrong? Is it me? Yeah, it and uh, so that gets and again that can be low testosterone, depression. Um, but m- guys in general are very uh, worried about. Uh, um, disappointing their partner and so they that once someone is registered disappointment then they are like you know okay, you know so- no one to talk to feeling with feelings about so that's all okay uh is my penis too small people guys ask that what's the answer well pornography sets unrealistic size uh f- for guys right. that's their cross to bear on on porn okay okay and uh what else can I learn to orgasm? Can I give my partner an orgasm? And am I normal? These are what, all what, How did they answer the am I normal question? Am I normal? Um, they said most people are so relieved to learn they're not the only one dealing with a particular sexual concern. Right. I've seen people jump up and down when they realize nothing is wrong with them and they'll be able to enjoy sex just like everyone else. So mm, That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so sex therapists are out there. They do... Work. They do work, and they've heard it all. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, thank you okay. for that. Very good. No, a little mm-hmm. mix of education, scaring mm-hmm. you and educating you at the same time. Vibrating <laughs> underwear when the goal is scored. Right. And Ooh, sex therapy. Sex therapy. And don't forget, artificial intelligence robots. Mm-hmm. Ah! We'll be right back. I was thinking about the fans. We were underground. Load of merch in that 12-passenger van. In a small club in Minnesota. And the snow outside of first half. I just wanted my name in the star. Now look at where we at. Still growing up. Still growing up. I will lay in my bed and dream about what I've become. Can I wait to get older? No, these reckless nights you won't regret. Cause someday soon your whole life's gonna change. You'll miss the magic of the good old. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, it was hard to find a headline today. It's been so distressing seeing what's on the top of the news and everything with the border and these kids. It's just heartbreaking. And so the headline that jumped out at me just for like, hmm, Zane Malik owns a farm in Pennsylvania and a horse named Cool. I love that. Yeah. So here, cool. Here, cool. He he got his farm at the advice of Yolanda Hadid, who owns a farm nearby. The mom of his on again, off yep, again girlfriend yep. Gigi. 
Um, and uh, he co-owns uh, a horse named Cool um, with Yolanda, who's got a farm nearby. And he's growing cucumbers and cherries and tomatoes. He likes to ride ATVs. And he said, I just don't work well in group situations with loads of people staring at me. So that's got to be hard for somebody who's beautiful, been in a boy band, talented, yep. and dating Gigi Hadid. These yep. are all... I don't want people to stare at me. I'm dating a six-foot-tall woman. Yeah. I'm gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he said, the the look at me, I'm amazing thing on the red carpet. I just can't do it. It's not me. Is he the one that had the stage fright? Yes. 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 And this I think he's probably that, really yeah. shy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He said, I'd rather be sitting at my house doing something productive than dressing up in expensive clothes and being photographed. Mm. I love that. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Jeff Goldblum. He's a national treasure, you know, and he finally got his star on the Walk of Fame. Yes, there we did. go. He looks very relaxed, lounging on mm-hmm. it, too. He was very game to lay down across his You know how much star. it costs to do that now? $30,000. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. And mm. what, does somebody have to sponsor Someone you? Someone has to sponsor yeah. you, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Duchess Megan. She wore an oversized Oscar de la Renta wrap dress to a wedding and a funny fascinator. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's a future <laughs> maternity dress. That's what that dress is because it's three sizes too big. It's Oscar de la Renta. She probably bought it and thought, I'll be able to wear this when I'm pregnant and I can just unleash, you know, because it's yeah, like yeah, huge. Think, you could have yeah. wrapped her under twi- yeah. twice, you know? That's yeah. what it is. It's a future maternity dress that looks like a beautiful Delft plate. All right, perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, they, they got permission to film in the Louvre because, well, they visited a few times. Well, remember when they were breaking up and they went to the Louvre? They went there last year, too, and hammered out all the deals for this. They go to the Louvre. They've been there, like, four times in the past, like, four or five years. Mm-hmm. They The Louvre. They could folks, do a documentary on how they filmed yeah. this thing there, True. and no one said a word. Yeah, I know. That that didn't ever get... Uh, I remember that making the video. Wasn't that a show on MTV making the video where they would go behind the scenes? I kind of miss the old mm. MTV. Well, I love the videos and VH1 when they had more I videos. Don't know. Yeah. Videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so much you would go in when that show yeah. would tell you what went into the making of yeah. a three-minute video. It's a lot. Hours of work. Yeah, to a three and three-minute video. Uh, Pete Davidson and Cassie David were, well, they were on a break when he started seeing Ariana Grande. Well, that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. how it happens. I've heard a lot of times you're on a break and so you meet Overlap. someone new. Yeah. And Overlap. it's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, okay. you can't, but the heart wants what the heart wants. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dear. Uh, Jenny Garth requests denial of support for a strange third husband due to a prenup. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I I don't think she should give it to this dude at all. He wants a ton of money. It's amazing that uh, she met this guy on a blind date. Yep. And they got engaged four months later. Mm-hmm. And then they got wed like six months after that. And Well, I remember her sparkling personality. Oh, well, Peter Fraccinelli is who she was married to. Yeah, right. Oh, no, she was terrible. She, she was, was a, terrible when she, she was, was in here. Guest. She was a terrible guest. Oh. I don't even think she made eye contact with us. She was so boring, I thought, wow. Yeah, oh, it was her memoir. Sorry yep. I missed that one. You, yeah. I yeah. wasn't here that day. Oh, it no, wasn't. it was beyond. Anyway, uh... I I hope that they signed a prenup. Yeah, I'm sure she did. She did pop up as a judge on mm-hmm. RuPaul. 
Oh, she did? Yeah, right. well, she and Tori have got to do something, and they try and do oh, things no. together. Oh, do they? That's kind of cute. Yeah. Victoria Beckham posts Happy Family Instagrams calling David the best daddy in the world. Well, there you go. Yeah. We wish them well. Yeah, we do. I thought, you know, the one that we haven't he- heard much about is Jennifer Garner posted but it's as no- something But sweet. notice she didn't say best husband. I'm well, just saying for well, it's Father's, it's Father's Day. Day. But a lot of women, the fathers of their yeah, children, has, if yeah. they're still together, they call you both the best husband. And okay, I'm just, yeah, it's, it's just a, yeah. it's just a thing. Because yes, Ben Jennifer Garner, you know, didn't she do she something sweet said, about? Yeah, she sent him Ben a, the dad. Yeah, she yeah. sent out a cute Instagram with a photo of him saying, mm-hmm. <clears throat> "The kids are so lucky to have such a great dad like you." And then he posted something else about, he showed the card that the kids made for him, mm-hmm. which was kind of sweet. You're oh. our favorite superhero. Oh. You know, that's kind of sweet. That is very yeah, sweet. Especially I, because the bat fleck has been put to rest. Yeah, but I, I think it's just nice when couples who are divorced still get along. I think it's nice. Yeah. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will and I, we are family that's never going down. What is going on with this uh, Facebook podcast that she has? She gets very dishy or red table talk, it's called. They they just made a video in Italy over the week. I don't know. I don't. She talks so much. She overshares and gets a lot of headlines. And I think it's sustainable. She just talked about what a lax parent she was. Mm-hmm. She talked about her love of jerking off. She talked about her hair loss, her fruit, her feud with Gabriel Union, mm-hmm. how she knew when her kids were having sex. I feel like it's sustainable. She's literally been in the news every day since she yes. started this thing. Yes. And it's just been extended this red table talk. Well, it's on Facebook. And she's going to tell, Will is going to be on next season. We're going to talk about the very unique partnership they have. Will they admit that they have like an open open relationship? relationship? Well, they've tried to tell us about it. Has anyone ever do that? Has anyone ever done that? I don't know, but they've told us how great their sex life has been for 20 years. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. I'm, I I'm here to read the stories. All right, good for you. Overshare, Why don't you Jada? watch it on Facebook? Ah, I'll just read the headlines. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.